0: USA Wealth Group Inc. presents MoneyWise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance are your hosts for the next hour, talking retirement topics and having the retirement conversation for those at or nearing retirement. For more than 20 years, USA Wealth Group has been committed to helping families protect and grow their wealth by providing safe and effective strategies. Welcome to MoneyWise Radio.
1: Good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. When, in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of Earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind require that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the government, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive to those ends, it is the right of the people to alter, or to abolish it, and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form, as to them shall seem most likely to effect their safety and happiness. That's the opening language for the Declaration of Independence. So happy 4th of July to everybody who's listening. We're celebrating 4th of July in just two days from now. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people know that it's a nice holiday. They know that we have had a Declaration of Independence. What you might not know is that Congress, the Continental Congress, in July 2, 1776 declared independence from Great Britain so the declaration was made by Congress on July 2 but then the written Declaration of Independence was signed on July 4th so that's the day that we celebrate Mm -hmm. little-known fact I just (laughs) discovered that recently well my name is Ray Lance and with me this morning is attorney Mike Coleman good morning
2: Mike good morning
1: There's a lot of history in this country, isn't there? Absolutely. And people don't always remember it. Uh, Congress made Independence Day, um, an official unpaid holiday for federal employees in 1870. But it wasn't until 1938 that Congress declared that Independence Day would be now a paid federal holiday. So what happened on July 4th, 1776 is that only one person signed the Declaration on that day. Do you know who it was?
2: I do. It was uh, John Hancock. John Hancock. On that one day, yeah.
1: He actually wrote most of it. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, I take that back. The document's lead author was Thomas Jefferson. And when Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence, he wrote most of it. He didn't write the entire amount. There was a committee. He was only 33 years old at that time. It's amazing was probably only lived to be age 40 or something. Right. <laughs> but still, that was pretty young. So the Declaration of Independence was signed by 56 men from 13 colonies, but the only person who actually signed it on July 4, 1776, was John Hancock, and the rest all signed at later dates. Hmm. But it had already been adopted and approved by Congress. Mm-hmm. So unusual little facts, the sort of proud facts, we have a proud history in this country, So when you fly your flags and watch parades and go to fireworks, remember what 4th of July is all about. Mm -hmm. It's about celebrating our independence from the country of Britain. And We do have a lot of things happening on Independence Day or 4th of July. Um, There will be an Independence Day ceremony, for example, on Tuesday, July 4th at Fort Phoenix in Fairhaven at 10 o'clock. There's going to be a short presentation by guest speakers, a flag raising, and a cannon salute, a gun salute, will be fired over the harbor by the Fairhaven Village Militia, Inc. Hmm. Uh, If you've never heard a cannon go off, it's really pretty exciting. Then we have all of our great celebrations in Boston, on the Boston Esplanade, and watch the... uh, Boston Pops perform their music. It's it's really an exciting time, isn't it? Yes. So some of the other things that are happening, by the way, are there will be a very famous parade, of course, in uh, Bristol, Rhode Island. If you've never been to that, uh, that's worth attending. Mm-hmm. But you have to get there early because many, many thousands of people will be there.
2: That's the oldest parade in the nation. I it? think it is.
1: Yeah. yeah. Have you heard that? I've heard that before.
2: I've heard that, yeah.
1: So the 4th of July Parade in Bristol, Rhode Island, steps off at 10.30 a.m. at the corner of Chestnut Street and Hope Street, which is Route 114. And uh, the road is closed beginning at 8 a.m. So you have to get there real early. And there will be parking bans and so forth. And along the parade route, they have parking bans, which will go into effect the night before. If you want more information on that since today is Sunday and you've got two days to plan, um, give us a call and give a call to Mike's office at 508-998-8800 and we would be uh, more than happy, somebody would be happy to send you a copy of some of this information including Bristol. Now, what's happening in New Bedford? I know New Bedford is going to be doing uh, fireworks hmm. on July 4th mm-hmm. and uh, that's I always forget the name of the park that that comes from. I don't remember. It's the park that's on Pope's Island, basically. Yeah. okay. That's where they uh, send the fireworks Let's off here from. It
2: is. Here's the information.
1: Oh, good. See, we are prepared. <coughs> so New Bedford will hold uh, fireworks over New Bedford Harbor on July 4th. It begins at 9 p.m. at night, and it comes from a barge which is off the State Pier hmm. in New Bedford Harbor. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Lower Union Street is gonna be close to uh, vehicle traffic. And let's see, down Water Street Route 18 will be the best spots to watch the fireworks from. Hmm. But it'll be all pedestrian at that time. So lots and lots of activities taking place. Uh, lots of things to see, like the New Bedford Whaling Museum, uh, the New Bedford Whaling National Historical Park. Um, and when we had the park created in New Bedford, by the way, little known fact, the first draft of the legislation that created the national park in New Bedford was drafted by whom? Do you know?
2: Was it Tenny? Tenny, yeah.
1: Yeah, attorney Tenny Lance <laughs> wrote the first draft of the legislation. Wow. Then it went to Barney Frank after that, and then mm. it went through uh, Congress after that. Wow. So it's nice to know that that's part of her heritage and oh, her yeah. history. But we have the New Bedford Art museum we've got zaitarian performing arts center there's lots to do in downtown new bedford and mayor john mitchell said new bedford is looking forward to hosting a festive independence day weekend in downtown new bedford so lots and lots of activities taking place and it's a time for celebration it's a time to celebrate the independence of this country from britain and um Of course, now we're best friends with Britain, and (laughs) that sometimes happens. But uh, very, very important. So um, 1938 became an official paid federal holiday, and we've talked about some of the signers of the Declaration. But there's festivals and celebrations and fireworks and all kinds of things to see and to do. Um, Do you ever go to any of these events yourself, Mike?
2: I haven't been in a while. I remember going to Fairhaven fairly recently. I think from over there, you can see some of the fireworks Okay. in the harbor. Oh well,
1: you're not too old to go. No, I'm not. <laughs> you can still go to some of these things.
2: Where I live, it's kind of cool that you can actually go. and I live near the Westport River, so you can mm-hmm. go right down there. You can see fireworks all over the place, up and down the river. You can actually see some of the fireworks, maybe... From New Bedford, I don't know if you can actually see it from there. I don't know, um, but I know I can see in the distance lots of lots of fireworks. So,
1: but it's a great time. So we're not only talking today about um, Independence Day and our country's Independence Day, Declaration of Independence, um, but we're also talking about your financial independence because mm-hmm. that ties in with what we do at USA Wealth Group. We help people to. Analyze their budget, their finances. We help them do an income plan. We want to make sure they have a proper retirement plan or a better retirement plan. We take a look at taxes. A lot of people pay more in taxes than what they need to. And if you do some research and analysis, um, you can often save money on taxes. And we're not affiliated at USA Wealth Group with the law firm, Lance Law Inc., Uh, as a distinct entity and does things differently than what we do, you do legal documents, you do things designed to protect people's assets Mm -hmm. in the event of disability or in the event of death. Right. And um, let's talk a little bit further. We're gonna talk again and remind people about some of the events taking place. But um, the official day of separation was actually on July 2. That's the date it was voted by the Second Continental Congress. They approved the resolution of independence that had been proposed in June of that year, 1776, by a gentleman from Virginia. And specifically, it declared the United States to be independent from Great Britain. So first of all, they voted it on July 2, but then they had to have the statement, which is what they sent off to um, the country of England. And there was a committee of five people. Thomas Jefferson did um, much of the writing, most of the writing. It was debated, some of the words were revised, and it was finally adopted on July 4. Hmm. So long, distinct history in this country. And when we come back, I want to give one other little statement about that day on July 2 and that particular vote. So
0: stay tuned, we will be right back. you're listening to Money Wise with the Money Guys hosted by Ray Lance and Pete Lance. If you have questions about retirement, call today 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858 for a consultation or a second opinion on your current retirement plan. 508-998-8858. And now, back to Money Wise with the Money Guys. Ray Lance and Pete Lance.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, as we celebrate our 4th of July holiday and heritage and so forth. So John Adams on July 2 wrote to his wife, Abigail Adams, uh, both from Massachusetts, and he said, The second day of July, 1776, will be the most memorable epoch in the history of America. I am apt to believe it will be celebrated by succeeding generations as the great anniversary festival. It ought to be commemorated as the day of deliverance by solemn acts of devotion to God Almighty. It ought to be solemnized with pomp and parade with shows, games, sports, guns, bells, bonfires, and illuminations from one end of this continent to the other, from this time forward and forevermore. Hmm. He was right, wasn't he? Yeah. And it is celebrated. Mm-hmm. And I think most people absolutely do remember you know, what it's about. Mm-hmm. We don't forget that this is the day we celebrate our independence. So let me tell you what... 4th uh, of July is really all about. 4th uh, of July is this. Let us not forget why we celebrate 4th of July. It is the day Will Smith saved us from the aliens. <laughs>
2: Independence Day.
1: <laughs> Nobody knows who wrote that. He probably wrote it himself. Yeah, You saw that movie? I saw oh, yeah, many times. Yeah, many times.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let's talk about the fact that the average age of the signers of the Declaration of Independence was 45. The youngest was Thomas Lynch, who's 27 years old, hmm. from South Carolina. Wow! So I imagine that the oldest was, who, who was the oldest person? Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin was yeah. the oldest. And then Thomas Jefferson, who was 33, was the lead author of the Declaration. So some interesting kind of fun facts to read. One out of every eight signers of the Declaration of Independence were educated at Harvard. Hmm. So, seven of them in total. It's amazing. And the only two signers of the Declaration of Independence who later served as President of the United States were John Adams and Thomas Jefferson. So, do you know why the original flag that was adopted? On the original American flag, we in a circle. There were 13 stars in a circle.
2: Yeah, it says all the, you know, so all the colonies would appear equal, which makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so what do we do? Uh, how many stars do we have on our flag right now? 50. 50, good. <laughs> yes, we do. And um, what do we do if we have another state? Where do we put the next star, I wonder?
2: I'm sure they'd figure it out. <laughs> Somebody
1: would have to create an interesting design. Yeah. Maybe they'd put them all in one circle of little tiny stars.
2: Maybe, yeah.
1: Well, let's come back. and um, The United States is the only country with a known birthday. Hmm. And that surprised me as well.
2: Well, it is pretty young when you really think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Relatively speaking, the United yeah. States is so young.
1: But When, when did... Germany get formed, or right. when did England get formed? Right, It's just been around for thousands of years. Right, It doesn't really have a birthday. But that's that's kind of amazing when you think about it too. A person named Lewis C.K. who said, America's a family, we all yell at each other, and it all works out. That would be a really good quotation for today, wouldn't it? Because a lot of people yell at each other yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> So let's talk a little bit about financial independence and some of the things it means for us uh, financially. I think a lot of people like to think that they want to be financially independent. Um, They want to make sure they have enough money to live on, which is what we do at USA Wealth Group. We help people plan better retirements. Mm -hmm. We help people plan taxes. We help people plan Social Security benefits and Medicare benefits and things of that nature. All programs and things which are designed to help people make more money, save more money, and um, not have their money uh, run out before they do. But let's talk about some of the things that you do on the law firm side. Mm-hmm. Uh, you create documents. So, we what do. are some of the documents that you create that help people be independent? For example,
2: well, we try to create plans, you know, estate plans, and we use documents to do that. So. What we do is we meet with people and we talk to them about their financial situations or their needs or their families and what they have, what concerns they have about maybe passing on assets to their kids or to their um, siblings or, you know, whoever it might be. And then we can do living trusts, we can do irrevocable trusts, we can do, you know, we do wills, powers of attorney, so all these documents that help people their concerns about while they're alive and after they pass away to make sure everything passes on smoothly
1: okay so I'm thinking about the um, the document that you call a power of attorney or a durable power of attorney mm-hmm. um, it's always been peculiar that it has a name durable power of attorney yeah because that means it's designed to last and take care of things
2: right exactly there are different kinds of powers of attorney there could be a, a springing power of attorney there You know, it can be written in a lot of different ways. Um, But a durable power of attorney is the one we usually have people sign, takes effect the moment you sign it. Okay. And then it endures through incapacity, meaning when you're incapacitated, you don't need a doctor to sign off to say the power of attorney is effective.
1: So that's really a very good way to remain independent, isn't it? right, Right. So if you have a durable power of attorney, what it means is that, You've given somebody permission to sign your name for you if you can't sign for yourself. So you don't have to have your family spend money to go to court right. and have a conservator named for you, possibly.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a very powerful document. It does give the agent in the power of attorney a lot of authority. Um, so sometimes people get afraid of that. But the agent also needs the power of attorney in order to act. You know, So it's a document okay. that you keep in your possession, let someone know where it is you know in case something happens to you that person who's your agent who you trust you know can get the power of attorney and pay your bills for you and manage your bank accounts and handle everything on your behalf
1: all right so i'm very curious about a springing power of attorney i have a 10 year old granddaughter and she loves to do flips and handsprings i'm thinking right That sounded like a springing power of attorney. What does a springing power of attorney do?
2: (laughs) Sort of like that. So basically what that says is that the agent in the power of attorney has no authority to act unless you're deemed incapacitated. It can be written in a lot of different ways, but in that one, you need a doctor or multiple doctors to sign off on incapacity of the principal.
1: So some event has to happen. Yeah. And then... I guess the reason it's called springing is because then it springs into power. Right, right. But only, only if you can have a doctor sign off on it.
2: That takes more you know, legwork. More work, yeah. Yeah, so think about going to a bank. Going to a bank these days is hard enough as it is. Oh, it is. <laughs> Indeed. Then presenting them with a the power of attorney and then explaining to them that now the power of attorney is in effect because the doctors have signed off on it. The more you have to explain to them the more complicated it is. So we feel that a durable power of attorney is better because it takes effect the moment you sign it. You don't need doctors involved. Do you ever have
1: people that specifically ask for a springing power of attorney? No, I wouldn't think so. I've never
2: had anyone ask for it. Okay. And usually I would try to discourage it unless they're really adamant about it.
1: So I wonder what most people are in the area like to do on 4th of July, besides going to parades and fireworks, which, you know, I've always loved to do. I've always said, there's no such thing as too many fireworks in your life. Mm It doesn't matter how old you are or where you are. If you have a chance to see fireworks, you want to see fireworks. Yeah. Because they're very special.
2: I know fireworks are a lot more available now, it seems, than they used to be. Mm -hmm. It seems like everyone has fireworks.
1: So, but this is maybe a good place to mention, Mike, that it's not legal to do fireworks in your backyard in no, Massachusetts. No. It certainly isn't. It's not legal to do fireworks anywhere on your own. Hmm. And yet I can tell you every single year I hear them going off. Oh, yeah. You know, not too far from my house in places where they're not supposed to be. Right. And then every year you hear stories about people doing stupid things and blowing their fingers off and mm-hmm. so forth. Yeah. And yet, they'll crawl over the border to New Hampshire to get fireworks. Right. And then they'll bring them back and they'll have their own little celebration.
2: There was a professional football player, I forget his name, but he played for the Giants. He still might be playing, who blew two of his fingers off.
1: Did he play football after that? Yeah, he did. He did, okay. He
2: was a defensive lineman. He still oh, okay. Played. <laughs>
1: so he used his body instead of yeah, his fingers. I guess, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, not a good plan, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, not a good plan, aside from the fact that it's not legal to do it. Right. It's not a good plan. Right. <laughs> I mean, accidents happen. Things happen. Um, Thomas Paine, who is a very famous historian, writer in our country, in our history, once said, Those who expect to reap the blessings of freedom must, like men, undergo the fatigue of supporting it. And Elmer Davis said something which is along the same lines. This nation will remain the land of the free only so long as it is the home of the brave. I've always liked that particular quotation. So um, I'm trying to think I will be probably watching New Bedford fireworks this year. I think that will be my plan. And I think it would be nice maybe to eat out that night like at Freestones or someplace down in you know the historic district in New Bedford. Yeah, and have something to eat out mm-hmm. or have a barbecue at home, mm-hmm. and then get down and watch the fireworks.
2: Yeah, that sounds like a nice plan.
1: Doesn't matter how long you live. Doesn't matter how old you are. There's always something wonderful about fireworks. And um, one of my favorite places to see them sometimes has been in New Hampshire. Mm. You know, lying on a blanket on the grass and just watching them.
2: Yeah. So. I went to go see them in New York City one time. That was amazing. In the city itself? Well, we walked down. They do it. I think we were down in um, Battery Park, which is all on the southern part of the city. Um, so they do it over the river. So we were standing in Battery Park just looking out over the river. That was an amazing show.
1: Well, that would be fun. Yeah. That must have, there must have been a lot of people at that particular show, yep. I would think. Mm-hmm. Well, I wanna come back to a couple other quick fun facts before we take our next break. Um, President John Adams, Thomas Jefferson, and James Monroe uh, all died on the 4th of July. And then Adams and Jefferson, who both signed the Declaration of Independence, died on the same day within hours of each other Hmm. in 1826. Hmm. We're going to take a short break and we will be right back. So please stay tuned. We're going to talk to you more about 4th of July and some things that you need to think about to protect your own independence. Stay tuned.
0: This is Money Wise Radio with Ray and Pete Lance, powered by the USA Wealth Group. Collectively, more than 80 years of experience helping clients define and plan for their retirement goals. To begin a retirement consultation, call 508 998 8858. That's 508 998 8858. This is MoneyWise Radio.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to our celebration of 4th of July. I have always enjoyed 4th of July since I was very young, and uh, I don't think it makes any difference what age you are. Um, you can still enjoy 4th of July and all the events, and it's like, you know, the summer has already started, but just barely uh, at the end of June, and it's like it's really now in full swing when you have 4th of July. Mm-hmm. My children and grandchildren have all uh, marched in Fourth of July parades in the past, and that's lots of fun. Mm. But it doesn't matter how old you are. In fact, George Burns once said, retirement at 65 is ridiculous. When I was 65, I still had pimples. (laughs) But a lot of people continue to work, and people are interested in having financial freedom. I talked to somebody this morning who said, that several of the relatives in their family all retired at the age of 50. Well, wow. I can't imagine that. I don't know what you would do with the rest of your life if you retire at 50. Hmm. I mean, how much fun can you have and uh, is it it wouldn't make sense to me.
2: Unless right? they get a, you know, another part-time job or they have their own small business that they do or something like that. Yeah, I would get bored.
1: Well, one of the things we like to ask people sometimes is What do you plan to do with your life? What do you plan to do with the rest of your life? If you're Mm -hmm. going to retire, what are your plans in retirement? Right. You know, wholly apart from financial issues, sometimes we like to ask, what are you going to do? Do you plan to just travel? Mm -hmm. Will you get tired of traveling? Can you afford to travel? Mm -hmm. Or do you plan to have a part-time job, as you suggested, Mike? Mm -hmm. Um, Or do you plan to do something else? Do you want to do volunteer work? I've been involved, uh, fortunately, over my lifetime with a number of nonprofit organizations. It's always fun to do things where you're maybe not getting paid, you're just doing something because it's fun to do and you're helping somebody. Mm -hmm. So um, how do you reach financial freedom, though? There's a lot of habits that you can establish to make sure you're gonna have the money that you need when you go to retire. So set some goals, set some lifetime goals my favorite one that i always talk about on the radio and discuss with everybody is do you have a budget if you don't have a budget you should we'll be happy to give you a form by the way you can reach me or you can reach pete lance at usa wealth group give us a call at 508-998-8858 we'll give you a budget form if you want there isn't any charge or any obligation get rid of your credit card debts pay off your credit cards Uh, The thing that sucks the interest out of you the most in this country and in the world is credit card debts. The interest rates are ridiculous. Pay them off in full as soon as you can. Use them for needs, but then try to pay them off at the end of the month. Um, Set up something for automatic savings. So if you work for a company that has a payroll savings plan, uh, and especially if they match it, um, contribute to it. Put some money aside. It's a great way to make more money. And there's lots of things you can do, such as, you know, figure out do you want to be investing? Do you want to invest in the stock market? Do you not want to invest in the stock market? Peter is fully licensed for securities and stock market kinds of investments. He can help you with that. Uh, he's not here today, he's uh, traveling at the moment. Uh, Take a look at your credit score. I wonder how many people know their credit score, Mike. I bet a lot of people don't even have any clue what their credit score is. Yeah. So you can get your free credit score from the credit reporting bureaus uh, every single year. They have to give it to you. Hmm. It was a new law that was passed.
2: It's easy to get it now online. It is.
1: And um, there's credit monitoring services that will help protect your information as well. I wonder how, do you ever like to negotiate for things? Do you ever, when you go to buy something, if you're going to buy a new car, for example, would you try to negotiate on the price, Mike?
2: Honestly, I'm not. I don't. You don't? No. Okay.
1: <laughs> My father used to go and buy a car, and he would pay sticker price.
2: Yeah. Some people just don't want to go through the hassle of, of yeah. fighting about it. <laughs> okay. Do it and move on. <laughs> but.
1: I, I usually would ask the question, that's the price? Really? Is that the best you can do? Right. <laughs> no, I don't insult people, but No, no, yeah, I
2: understand. But yeah. there's
1: always a uh, negotiation room. Mm-hmm. Stay educated on financial issues. A lot of people you know, give up learning about things. I read stuff every single day. Mm-hmm. And um I've seen people to um to, who do this occasionally, uh live below your means. Be frugal. So Just very recently, my wife took my favorite little collection jar that I keep. I don't like to carry spare change in my pocket. Mm. So I keep it in a little jar. Yeah, And she realized it was getting full. Hmm. And she took it to the bank and cashed it in so she could keep the money. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, live below your means. Um, I recently bought some stuff at, I'm gonna use the name, Macy's. Mm -hmm. uh, And they were Fairly nice slacks, and they were half price. Hmm. I said, "What a great time to buy! Yeah. You know, buy stuff that's on sale if you can, because you can save a lot of money." Yep. Um, have a financial advisor come to see Peter or come to see me, and we'll sit down with you and we will, as I said, we'll review your budget, your assets. We'll look at your income. We'll look at your expenses. We'll help you make a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, And if you can cut out some things and find ways to save money, why wouldn't you do that? Mm -hmm. It's your future or your children's future. Um, Take care of your health. Um, I like to exercise as much as I can, and I don't like to go any period of time without exercising because I can feel it. Mm -hmm. So I want to remind people that um, in New Bedford we're going to be doing fireworks on july 4th it's going to start at nine o'clock they're going to shoot off the fireworks from a barge um, uh, in the river and in the harbor and um, you need to get there a little early because they will shut off some of the parking for that downtown area mm-hmm. but it's well worth doing um, fair haven's going to be hosting their own independence day ceremony on Tuesday, July 4th at Fort Phoenix, and that starts at 10 o'clock in the morning. Uh, they're going to have a short presentation, a flag raising, um, and a gun salute. And they've got at least a cannon there that I know. And that's always fun to do. And uh, that's being uh, done by the Fairhaven Village Militia, 10 a.m. on July 4th in Fairhaven. So you could do that uh, at 10 o'clock. You could go to a parade someplace, perhaps. Mm hmm. Um, and then you could see fireworks at night, and you could make a whole long day of it, mm-hmm. and why not? So I want to give you another fun fact. Did you know that when the initial Congress, original Congress was talking about having a national bird, Benjamin Franklin proposed that the turkey should be the national bird? Really? Yeah, But he was overruled by John Adams and Thomas Jefferson, who recommended the bald eagle instead. Hmm. So yep. I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. <laughs> I would hate to see a turkey as being our national bird. <laughs> and they're all over the place right they now, are, aren't they, turkeys? Yeah.
2: see them everywhere.
1: I've slammed my brakes on a few times because they're so dumb, they just trot right out in front of your car they don't look yeah. they, don't, they, they don't fly
2: care. they can they fly a little bit too yeah d- i d- saw a turkey the other day on the side of the road and it had a little like maybe 10 little tiny babies with it and it was just standing on the side of the road i didn't want to interfere with it i didn't know if yep. i knew what it was doing or not <laughs>
1: <but>. <laughs> do you know where the uh, turkeys sleep at night i don't they fly up into tree branches. Oh, really? And I learned that only recently. Turkeys sleep in trees. Oh, okay. So next time, instead of calling somebody a turkey, just tell them, you ought to sleep in a tree at night. (laughs) Well, in 1776, there were two and a half million people living in our country. Mm. Uh, Today, it's much larger. We're well over 300 million people. Yep. And um, 59 places in the United States contain the word liberty in their name. Pennsylvania has 11 places with the word liberty in their name, you know, cities and towns and Mm -hmm. so forth, and their counties and so forth. But anyway, um, Pennsylvania seems to have been really unusually patriotic because uh, they also have the most patriotic sounding words. Um, using the word union as well as uh, liberty.
2: Hmm. I think this is interesting. Um, Everyone has a barbecue on July 4th, and it says here that approximately 150 million hot dogs are eaten on July 4th. That's kind
1: of a gross thought to think about. (laughs) Do you
2: like hot dogs?
1: Yeah, I had them for dinner last night, as a matter of fact. (laughs) I think most people like hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. So here's, here's another little interesting fact. Um, in the last 10 years, or approximately 10 years ago, the majority of all the United States flags were made in China. Hmm. So why don't you look for things that are made in the United States?
2: Yeah. I think a lot of the fireworks come from China, too.
1: They do? Yeah. Where were they invented?
2: China. China. Yeah. yeah. China invented fireworks.
1: Yeah. So barbecues, yes, are very big, and um, it's it's just fun to be around people. So you said 150 million hot dogs? Mm-hmm. How about 700 million pounds of chicken?
2: Jeez. <laughs> I, yeah.
1: That's a lot, too. So um, here's a question that I have that I cannot answer. Why does the Liberty Bell have a crack in it? How did it develop its crack? We'll have to try to figure out the answer to that. The Liberty Bell, by the way, is... Uh, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And it's not rung every year because it's, it's uh, fragile with a crack in it. Mm-hmm. And so they tap it 13 times in honor of the original 13 colonies. But mm. we need to do a little research and I'd like to find out why does a Liberty Bell have a crack in it? So we're gonna ask uh, Toby to help us figure that question out. That would be a good question. All right, so we're gonna take a break in a minute, but I wanna come back and basically say that planning is important. I'd like to say a few words about taxes when we come back as well. One of the reasons that we had a revolution in this country was because of concern about taxation of tea. Mm -hmm. Massachusetts has a huge history when it comes to the American Revolution, Mm -hmm. including the Battle of Bunker Hill and the Boston Tea Party Mm -hmm. and things of that nature. But we're going to ask you what some of your favorite memories are for celebrating 4th of July and hope that you'll do some more of that again this year. Stay tuned, and we will be right back after a short break.
0: Call 508-998-8858. That's 508-998-8858. This is Money Wise Radio. MoneyWise is in many places. If you missed a minute of the show or want to listen to past episodes of MoneyWise, go online to usawealthgroup.com and click on the radio page. That's usawealthgroup.com. This is MoneyWise Radio with Ray Lance and Peter Lance.
1: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Money Wise. Um, My name is Ray Lance, and also with me today is attorney Michael Coleman from Lance Law. And uh, we're talking about the 4th of July. What a wonderful time of year it is. I would say that probably 4th of July and Christmas and end of year holidays, Hanukkah, Mm -hmm. those are probably the favorite holidays for most people, I suspect. Yeah,
2: yeah. The winter holidays not so much for me (laughs) yeah i prefer the spring summer you know fall times but well i get it but
1: i think everybody likes fourth of july that's for sure yeah absolutely so when we left off i was asking myself the question i wonder how the liberty bell in pennsylvania got a crack in it so they don't ring it anymore because it's too fragile they just they tap it Mm -hmm. 13 times (laughs) yeah
2: that makes sense you don't want it falling apart
1: So the short answer is that nobody knows why the Liberty Bell has a crack in it or how it got a crack in it. Wow! But um, did a little quick research during the break and learned that it was a very narrow split around 1840 after 90 years of hard use. And then in honor of George Washington's birthday holiday, they were gonna try to repair the bell. So they widened the crack a little bit to put something into it, but it didn't work. So now if you look really closely at the Liberty Bell, um, it has drill marks on it as well. But Mm. they can't ring it anymore, so it will never ring again. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Hmm. So um, here's something that probably a lot of people don't know. Everybody has heard about the United States Constitution. We've heard about the Declaration of Independence, first of all, which declared independence. By the way, when that was adopted in Congress on July two Um, there were no opposing votes. Hmm. All the representatives from 13 colonies at that time uh, voted in favor of it. And then they adopted the actual declaration of independence two days later on July 4th, and uh, all the signatories came from the 13 colonies. Um, I didn't realize that from Massachusetts the only representative was John Hancock. I, I think that uh, Ben Franklin was from Pennsylvania, maybe? Hmm. Yeah, he was. Okay. But all the other colonies that were representative, um, in fact, as I'm looking at the list of the signers, now, why is this? This is not making sense to me, but I won't dwell on it. Um, there might have been other representatives, but he was the only one who signed it on that first day. hmm And now, in addition to the Constitution, we have something called the Bill of Rights. The Bill of Rights is nothing more than the first ten amendments to the Constitution. And, again, I forget that once in a while, and I think a lot of people don't remember that. Mm. So when you talk about the Bill of Rights, it was sort of an expansion of personal ideas. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a lot of argument and discussion and fighting about that. So some things don't ever change, really, when you think about it. Congress politicians yep. they're always going to continue to have debates and to fight about things
2: I guess that's part of the beauty of it is that we have different sides that get to voice their different opinions and it's not a you know it's not a king who decides everything it's different opinions
1: and I know there was some discussion at, at the beginning of our independence too about whether we should have a king but they specifically did not want to have a king hmm. And so our government system has worked very well. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of interesting publications that we're happy to pass out if anyone has uh, interest. Uh, We've got something called uh, the unretirement, the new unretirement. A lot of people today continue to work after retirement, and sometimes it's because they have no choice. Mm -hmm. They don't have enough money regularly coming in from retirement sources. I read recently, uh, this is an article from uh, a year ago that says one third of Americans who make two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year are living paycheck to paycheck
2: that's so scary
1: it's very scary yeah and what it means is that people tend to spend their money and not be frugal and make decisions about how to protect it
2: or that inflation is so bad that everything is way too expensive
1: <laughs> yeah, that too yeah. and cost of living certainly goes up all the time yeah but um, people who choose to work after retirement, uh, 57% say it's for personal reasons, 53% say they need more money, which is a lot, 52% say boredom, they're Mm -hmm. bored, Mm -hmm. 45% say they feel lonely, and then 45% for inflation. Mm -hmm. But at least half of the people, roughly, are doing it because they need the money, which means they haven't done perhaps the kinds of things that they might have done they done better planning. So um, I'm I'm still working, but I'm not retired, and I know what my resources are, and Mm -hmm. I know what I could live on if I were not working and so forth. But I think I would always want to work. I think that I want to do some different kinds of things in my life sometimes, Mm -hmm. and probably will. I want to do more writing, and I want to do more work with nonprofits. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you ever hear the song Yankee Doodle?
2: Yes, I've heard it, I think.
1: (laughs) Can you you sing it? No. No, okay, I won't ask you to sing it. We will not sing any songs on the radio, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. Well, Yankee Doodle was um, originally written to a drinking tune, so the music for Yankee Doodle Dandy was a drinking song to celebrate wine. So I have to tell Tenny that, because Tenny likes wine. (laughs) Anyway. We have uh, publications that we're happy to provide to you, including Will a Recession Rob Your Retirement? Um, it's still unclear that whether we will have a recession. Uh, the predictions are that if we are having a recession, it will happen possibly sometime next year, not this year. Mm-hmm. We have something called Your Retirement Income Planning Checklist. It's a very good guide uh, that we're happy to provide. And if anybody wants to have something like that, call the office at 508-998-8858 or send us an email or contact the office and we'll ask you for your address and we'll send it to you.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. So if you
2: want to uh, contact Lance Law too, our phone number is 508-998-8800. You could uh, look at our website too if you want, lancelawinc.com. So I'm trying to think.
1: Sometimes it's hard to relate the dates and the events. Um, 1776, uh, July 4th, is the day we celebrate for Independence Day. Mm -hmm. In 1777, a year later, 13 gunshots were fired in salute, once in the morning and again in the evening. And on July 4th in Bristol, Rhode Island in 1777. So I think Rhode Island and Bristol in particular is recognized as the America's oldest continuous Fourth of July celebration. Mm-hmm. It's on their literature as well. Yeah. And it is. So guess how George Washington celebrated Fourth of July as a holiday in 1778. This this one I like. He marked a July 4th with a double ration of rum for his soldiers and an artillery salute.
2: (laughs) Wow, that's a great combination. I like that, it is a combination. I wonder if anyone got shot. And at that time in
1: 1778, uh, John Adams and Benjamin Franklin were ambassadors in Europe, in Paris, France, and uh, Benjamin Franklin and John Adams held a dinner on July 4th for their fellow Americans that day. And I'm always amazed at the things that you can learn sometimes. Mm -hmm. For example, in 1781, the Massachusetts General Court, the legislature, became the first state legislature to recognize July 4 as a state celebration. Wow. So we have a lot of firsts in this country. Hmm. And um, so enough about history. Uh, History is very important. We're all proud of it and we celebrate it. And Mostly what we like to do is make sure that you are protected as much as you can. Um, if you don't have in place a proper will or proper trust, um, you've got to make an appointment to see Michael. Mm-hmm. Give him a call at 508-998-8800. And if you don't have a durable power of attorney and a health care proxy, which are insti- uh, very important documents that go with it, um, you're simply not going to be able to protect yourself and protect your family Uh, as well as you could.
2: And I'll just add that I'll say that our, you know, our appointments are free, so there's no charge to meet with us to talk about estate planning or wills or trusts. Um, We do home visits, so if you know someone that can't get out to us, then we can do a home visit with them. So we try to accommodate everyone. And
1: I started to say earlier, we were talking a little bit about some of the ways to become financially independent. Besides setting goals and having a budget and a spending plan, Um, You need to decide what's the best way for you to invest and stay invested, uh, to diversify, maybe using tax-favored accounts. You can accumulate money on a faster basis if you have money in retirement accounts. I wonder how many people do retirement accounts. And Congress in the past couple of years has basically said that, you can now contribute to an IRA account at any age. It has to come from earned income. You have to have a job. Mm -hmm. So you can still put away money into a retirement account if you want. Hmm. It has to come from earned income. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna say nothing more, I think, about John Hancock. Yes, he was from Massachusetts. I didn't realize until I looked at this that he was actually the president of the Second Continental Congress. Oh, okay. So Massachusetts has very much been at the lead of many, many things. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do some things, ladies and gentlemen, that will create some good money habits for you. We are here to help you. Um, We do a lot of good things. Um, Mike, I appreciate your being on the show with us today. Thank you. And um, I hope that you can do something enjoyable for Fourth of July, and I hope everybody listening can do something enjoyable for Fourth of July. Yeah, me too if you don't have anything to do, I will give you now Mike's home address, and you can go visit him on 4th of July. Okay. So here it is, no, I, I won't really do that. Thank Mike. you, thank you. <laughs> Mike, Mike has gotten very shocked all of a sudden. He didn't know what I was gonna do. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't really do that. Um, but thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy your 4th of July holiday. Remember that we are celebrating our Declaration of Independence. We are celebrating really the birth of our country and let us help you make good plans for you and your family. And don't forget to listen to us again next week on the radio.
4: USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business USA Wealth Group Incorporated. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. USA Wealth Group Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show, shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by USA Wealth Group Incorporated.
0: This radio show is a paid placement.